Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, we've been talking a lot in the company and the program about who, not how, and you had a comment from one of our fabulous coaches that allowed you to make a really important distinction. So this is about how who, not how is not a delegation. Can you elaborate? Yeah, well, who, not how, just to explain everybody who hasn't heard the concept, is a fairly recent concept in strategic coach, about two years old now, but once it came into the program, I call it the microchip of teamwork in the sense that once we had that who, not how concept, you could take any kind of teamwork within our own entrepreneurial company, but all of our clients can say, have a bigger and better goal, let all the hows that have to do come up, and don't do the hows, find who's to do the hows. Okay. So immediately some people said, well, you know, it's just delegation, what you're talking about, delegation. And I didn't have a ready answer to come back with because it was a new idea and I hadn't dealt with all the discussion around that. So I I said, yeah, it was kind of delegation. But I said, no, it's not quite the same as delegation. But, you know, the growth of strategic coach is down to one fact and only is that we have associate coaches. Like 80% of the clients who are coached by strategic coach are other coaches, not me. And the whole financial growth of the company. And our very first coach is a man by the name of Russell Schmidt. And in 2020, he will have been coaching our strategic coach workshops for 25 years. And he really took to who, not how when we came up to it. And he said, you know, we see him socially. And he said, you know, for 23 years, I'm telling people, you have to delegate, you have to delegate. And they say, right, 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 delegate. It was like Rain Man, you know, definitely delegate, definitely delegate, got to delegate. Yeah, got to delegate. But they don't delegate. Okay. And he says, I walk in one day and I say, who not how? And in the next quarter, they all delegate. (laughs) They all delegate. And he says, it was the weirdest thing What happened? So I had that piece of information, someone saying it's just delegation, and then him saying that he preached delegation for 23 years and they didn't delegate it, but they got the concept of who, not how, and all of a sudden they just instantly delegate in ways that surprised them. Okay. So I was playing with the idea because, you know, my way of approaching concepts, one is do the check writers like the idea? Mm-hmm. So I only test on check writers, and our coaches are big check writers because they're bringing us lots of check writers. So I get feedback, and sometimes I'm not quite understanding what the feedback is, but I have to play with it for a while. And I was in a workshop, and one of the clients actually asked the question. Oh, he says, who, not how, is just the opposite of delegation? He says, delegation in the entrepreneurial mind is that you take stuff you don't like and you push it down and give it to people who aren't good as you are who won't like it either. Mm. And he says it's a negative experience, delegation, but it's always pushing down to people who aren't as good as you. Yeah, so that's the hierarchy. Pecking order. Yes. But not only that, it takes a lot of how to push down something on people who aren't very good. You have to manage them. And exactly. You have to. And you have to drop your quality standards you have because to drop your, they're not as good as you. They're not as good as which you. Which is painful. And, yeah. And this other client, he says, no, it's just the opposite. Who, not how, is that you really want to achieve a bigger and better goal And you want to be freed up for what you're not good at, so you push it up to people who are far better than you are. Mm, 
I love that. And they love it. They love it. And in one-tenth of the time that it would take you to actually achieve the result, they do it, and they just love it. It doesn't cost them anything. You know, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And all of a sudden, I began to see that, in fact, it's not like delegation. It's just the opposite of delegation. Mm-hmm. And delegation is what you have to do in bureaucracies, but who, not how, is something that you can only do in the entrepreneurial world. That's fascinating. You're totally right. You can't do who, not how in the bureaucratic world. Although our game changer clients are getting certain individuals and very large corporations to actually do who, not how with them. And that's really where the big game changer breakthroughs are actually happening, where someone in a corporation is saying, I could never get this capability inside the corporation, so I'm just going to do a deal with this entrepreneur, and we're going to keep it on the quiet. (laughs) I'm not going to let anyone else in the corporation know that I've got this outside capability, and we're going to produce a bigger result, and the the entrepreneur is just going to share. I don't even have to hire them. No. And I think it happens on the sly, just kind of as you're intimating either internally or externally, because it bypasses the normal processes. Yeah. So if it happens, it's kind of on the down low, underground. But this is fascinating. And it really is another, you know, we've been calling it unique ability teamwork for a long time. But this is so much clearer that you can elevate it to someone who loves doing it and who does it better than you do, which is always rewarding. And there's a generosity here that I really appreciate that entrepreneurs have. As soon as we find someone who loves to do it and can produce a result that's better and faster and easier than ours, it's like, okay, over to you. Until then, we've got a death grip on it. But as soon as we have an inkling that someone has greater passion and skill bam, it's yours. Yeah. So the interesting thing here is that entrepreneurs, if they think correctly about their growth and they think correctly about their ambition, have an advantage to add amazing capabilities to their life, which people in bureaucracies really can't do. Mm -hmm. But not only that, because they're in a bureaucracy, they wouldn't even think about doing it. No, no. That would be outside the rules, outside the lines. Yeah. Well, they'd be squashed from doing it. In fact, the clever people in corporations do not have a loyalty to their corporation. They have a loyalty to their career. Yes. And they treat their career like it's an entrepreneurial company. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for all sorts of secret advantages and unfair advantages that they have in competition with the other people in their corporation. (laughs) That's so true. That's exactly my experience, limited experience with corporations. So? So? The jungle has many animals. (laughs) That just happens to be another animal in the jungle, a really ambitious, career-centered entrepreneur who's looking for secret entrepreneurial capabilities. Well, and I think entrepreneurs recognize one another. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what particular jungle they're in. You know, it's that looking for opportunity and how is there a bypass and how can we create value and who needs to know about it? It's a similar mindset. Yeah, so it's very, very interesting. And the other aspect about it is you'll never do who, not how, unless you have big ambitions. Mm. You won't do who, not how to stay where you are. Very true. What's the point of bringing in a spirit? Well, first of all, they won't want to work with someone who wants to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to ask you how to take action on this, and you just <laughs> gave me a you know have really big ambitions because that will almost cue your vision to who out there you'll be yeah. looking for the who's. For example, I've noticed something because in the last 
quarter, this last quarter's workshops, I've told everybody that a couple months into the future, I'm 75 years old, May of 2019. And I said, you know, the 25-year framework, I'm going to change it so that I start it on my 75th birthday and I finish it on my 100th birthday. So I'm now going to take the fourth quarter of my first century, and I'm going to make it into a 25-year transformation. And my goal for that is that one quarter from 75 to 100, I'm going to achieve a thousand times more results than I did in the first 75 years. And all of a sudden, people come up to me and said, you know, well, you don't want to be doing this, you don't want to be doing this, so why don't we just collaborate, you know? And I immediately came across a collaboration I said, this is a 25-year deal. He says, absolutely. He just has something that will be absolutely good for the next 25 years. He says, you don't have to worry. I'll do this for you. He says, you just introduced me to other game-changing entrepreneurial clients, and we'll call it a deal. Uh-huh. And I'm, a, you know, in the Yiddish words, someone who's a yenta, someone who arranges people <laughs> to get together. I'm sort of a strategic yenta. I mean, <laughs> You know, I can put other entrepreneurs together, but I only put entrepreneurs together if both of them have big ambitions. I'll never put an entrepreneur together just so that they can have a connection. So my first criteria for anyone who would want me to be a connector or a matchmaker is you have to have really, really big ambitions that would be very interesting to someone else. I love it. And there's a whole different mindset here. And I've noticed this with Who Not How, and I've definitely seen it in The Game Changer, is that whole partner collaborator mentality. So it's the opposite of delegation, as you were talking about. It's not down. It's across or even up. And there is that partnership thinking. It's like this person is as good in their area as I am in mine. So there's no taking advantage of. There's none of the Mm -hmm. power dynamic that happens in a delegation, which is, first of all, much more creative, much more productive. I actually want to work with team members who want to be partners. I don't want to work with people who need to be told what to do. That requires work on my part. Not interested. So we're talking about, you know, and I'm about two years into this, and this is going to be a major book publisher book in 2020. But um, entertaining questions, well, how is this different from what other people have done? And I said, well, I can't find any examples in the bureaucratic world or the corporate world of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But in the entrepreneurial world, I can find thousands Mm -hmm. of examples. So my feeling is that who not how is not really available to people who operate within bureaucratic structures. It would not be rewarded. It would not be encouraged. It wouldn't be learned. It wouldn't be learned. So it strikes me for an entrepreneurial company to be really successful. They actually need to design, or it would serve them to design their organizations based on who, not how, internally as well as externally. Well, the other thing, too, that the moment it looks like they're going bureaucratic, they lose the ability to collaborate. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's the moment when you don't want any more risks and you want everything predictable and you want everything controlled, well, that takes away your, first of all, your attractiveness (laughs) outside of your company that anybody would want to collaborate with you because you're just kind of boring. (laughs) Boring is death to an entrepreneur. Yeah, there's no gas in the tank. You know, you're out of gas. 
you're not an interesting human being. I mean, I'm talking in the entrepreneur. You're not an interesting person anymore, you know. Only growing, ambitious entrepreneurs are interesting entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs who want status, entrepreneurs who want to put their companies on cruise control. And say, really boring people. They're really boring people. <laughs> You're misusing a capability. And an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So one of the other things that strikes me about this, Dan, is that, as you said, when you increased your ambition with your fourth quarter of the century, which is super cool, is that it started to attract people in. And my thought about, you know, we joke about who, not how, and how it sounds like Dr. Seuss. But in the Game Changer Workshop, it's Whoville. Oh, yeah, it's Whoville. (laughs) People were literally expressing an idea and something they wanted to do. And in the next minute, like one of our Mm -hmm. amazing presenters had the solution. Mm -hmm. And two other people literally found their who's in the room. Mm -hmm. And someone else I was talking to said, oh, I can introduce you to that person this afternoon. It was wild to see just how quickly it happened when you are in the right environment of ambitious entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. and then you share those big ambitions. It just happens so incredibly Yeah, we have one of our entrepreneurs has just created an amazing, I would call it a food industry, but it's actually alcohol-based. He's got two different enterprises that he puts right next to each other. And now he's done it, and he's identified 100 different markets across the United States. So he was talking about it, and another game changer came over to him. He says, I've been in family food business for 20 years. And he says, you know what you do? He says, I can cut your costs by about 15% right off the bat. He says, you just put them in such a way that they have common bathroom facilities. I never would have thought of that. Bathroom facility. He says, you're actually going into areas where you'll have a lot of choice as far as real estate. So he says, this won't be any problem, and the zoning won't be any problem either, because they'll just be happy to have you in there. And that was like a five-minute discussion. He said, I can show you the plan. I can Mm -hmm. give you the whole system of how to do it. And that was like he gets 100 solutions into the future, 15% less cost out of maybe a half-hour discussion simply because we've created an environment where you want to do that kind of discussion. You want to help somebody else out with something you already know Mm -hmm. because he's going to give you something in the future that you didn't know. And you said, whoa. So anyway, this who not how is a totally different realm of operating. What it does is it keeps entrepreneurs from thinking that as they get bigger and better, they have to become a bureaucracy. Right. You never have to become a bureaucracy. As a matter of fact, the moment you become a bureaucracy, you're not in the game anymore. It seems to me that what you end up having is a collaborative network, Mm -hmm. internally and externally. And it's fluid, it moves, it's based on unique ability, it's based on passion and talent. And first of all, it's a phenomenal environment to operate in and bubbles up so many more innovations. Mm -hmm. You know, we actually had an experience yesterday where one of our team members, Nicole Pitcher, and I did a Facebook Live, and it featured this amazing guide, a teamwork guide, top teamwork tips on how to be a phenomenally productive and happy a strategic assistant to your entrepreneur. 
It's 14 pages long. It's, it's incredible. It's available to download. You know, it was one of those things that just bubbled up. And because, and we talk a lot about our relationship, she is my strategic support partner. Yeah. I don't want to manage her. In fact, I would much rather be managed. Thank you very much. So we talked about our six-year partnership on the Facebook Live. But to me, it's an example of, I'm not delegating to Nicole. She's my who to take care of all of the parts of my business life that I'm terrible at so I can be freed mm-hmm. up to do what I'm best at. So we just had that example in Coach yesterday, yeah. which is a really, I hadn't connected it to this topic until just now, but that to me is just an example of when you have that mindset to look at who's as being, you know, not a delegation, not a, something down, but really a collaboration. Yeah. That's incredibly powerful. Yeah. Love it. Thank you Thank so much, you. Dan. Thank you. At Strategic Coach, we focus on growth in every area of your business and life leading to freedom that entrepreneurs dream of. Join Dan Sullivan, founder of Strategic Coach, for a brand new on-demand web presentation. It's a breakthrough hour of wisdom, insight, and proven strategies. Over 18,000 entrepreneurs can't be wrong. Watch today at danwebinar.com.